Okay, yesterday was Daf Tezvav, today is Daf Tezayin, and we'll do a review of yesterday's Daf, then we'll get to today's. And we started at the new Perek, and we talked about what they do, what was the procedure of these uh, particular fast days. And uh, it's pretty dramatic, they took the Aron out from the shul, put it in the street, and uh, they would put ashes on it, and then... And then the, on the ashes on the head of the leaders of the community, and then everyone, and then everyone would put the ashes on themselves. Then they would hear a Musar Shmuz about what uh, what Hashem really wants from us is not uh, to feel bad about what we did or to put an outward display of repentance, but really to change our behavior. That's really the basic principle, like we find by Ninveh. What was it that turned the tide, that changed the, the results? Nothing to do with their sackcloth or their fasting. It was because Hashem saw their actions, that they changed what they did. They would stop doing the bad things that they were doing. In the Navi it says, Kiru Levavchem, not, not the clothes, but the heart. The heart. We're looking for real changes um, and uh, to change your behavior. Anyway. Um, then they would get up to Daven, they would have somebody who is an expert, who's elderly, who has children, has an empty house, which we'll see what that means. Um, it can have multiple meanings. He's, um, and uh, he would say the 24 blessings. We went through what the 24 blessings are, but basically um, with the regular 18 plus an additional six. And um, according to the first version, Zichronos, and Shofros are two out of the six, plus um, some of the Shira Malas, some of the Tehillims at the end, El Hashem Mitzrasuli Karasuli Aneini, these are all famous Shira Malas, Esa Eina El Harim, Mimamakim Karasich Hashem, Tvil El Anichi Atov, and then um, and that's, the, that's basically the additional six. Now, Rabbi Yudha says, instead of Zechronos and Shofros, they had a different ones. There was Psukim from Yermia, that would be said. And then there were special finishes of the Tefillah. And we mentioned, um, every, there was a Chasima, one mentioning Avram Bahar Maria, um, and, that, and uh, there was a Bracha for that. And then Avosteyn al Yamsuf, and then Yoshua um, Bal Gilgal, and uh, the Shmuel Bar Mitzvah, and we have the similar things in our own in our own slichas. We mentioned things like this: Elio Bahara Carmel, and Yonah Bimeyadaga, and then David Ushlomo Beno Yerushalayim. And the problem, of course, is is that. Uh, those are seven brachas, not, uh, not six, but the Gemara will deal with it. We'll find out the answer today. Stay tuned. It's in today's daf. Story goes that in the times of Rabbi Chalafta and Rabbi Hananya ben Tradion, they had it a little bit different, and uh, they just finished each bracha. There was no answering Amen, and there was just the proclamation of Tkia, and then... Um, and then they would say Avram Avinu Bar Maria, um, and then basically after that um, there was a trua, a trua, and that they would proclaim to do a trua instead of a tkiah. And then Avosin uh, Al Yamsov, and then uh, again each one they would be, they would interchange between tkiahs and truas. Okay, 
when the word came to the Chacham, they said that was something that was done only at the Shara Mizrach in Arabayis during the time of the Beis HaMikdash. And that's based on the idea that uh, we're familiar with, um, somewhat familiar with the, the, the idea of uh, we don't answer Amen in the Beis HaMikdash. We, we need to... Um, it, so that's why, that's why it was done differently over there. Okay. Why, why wouldn't we answer Amen? That's, today's, that's, that's also today's daf. Okay. okay. We'll get to it. So we'll get there. So, uh, right, what's wrong with Amen? There's nothing wrong with Amen, in case you're wondering. Okay, it's, not, uh, it's a different thing. You have to do more in the base of English. That's really what it is. Amen is just affirmation. Giving it okay, yeah, giving it away, but uh, we need to add a praise. That's the that's what happens in the base of English. Okay, now um, next we saw is um, um, the um, the people who are working in the base of Migdash, Anche Mishmar. So there's two there's two levels. There's the Anche Mishmar and the uh, and the Anche Beis Av, and that's because the, basically the way it worked is is that. Uh, there were 24 families of Kohanim that would come up and they would each be on duty for a week. And each day of the week, it was subdivided for the weekdays of the week to six groups. There were six Bati Avos in each Mishmar who were actually doing the work in the Mesa Megdish that day. So um, the Mishmar were all in, in, in location in the Mesa Megdish, and the Beis Av were the ones who were doing the Avoda of any particular day. So if it's a fast day, so basically, uh, there's um, there's different levels. There's the first group of fasts. So they um, in the in the first version, the people of the Mishmar would not finish their fast, but the people of Beisav wouldn't fast at all. In the middle group, so the people of Mishmar would complete the fast, but the people of Beisav would not finish the fast. And on the last seven, they would all fast and finish the fast. According, that's Rabbi Shua's version. And I come and switch it. They say that the first three they would neither fast at all. Uh, the second group of three, the Mishmar would fast, but not, the Beisav would not fast at all. And then the third one, they would, um, the, the Mishmar would finish the fast, but the Beisav would, would fast, but not finish the fast. And then, of course, there's an idea that you have to realize that there's uh, coming at a cost because there's Karpanos that have an obligation to be eaten. So therefore, we're saying we don't, wanna, we don't want that to happen, that the Karpanos should go puzzle. Um, and um, and that's the story, even though it's a very severe fast. Um, we said that the people of Mishmar, other contrast between the people of the Mishmar and the people of the Beisav, Achim uh, Mishmar can have wine at night, but not in the day at all, even though they're not on duty. Um, I guess they're on standby, just in case. And the people of Beisav, not at all day or night. The people of Mishmar and the people of Maimid are not allowed to take haircuts, um, and do laundry, except on Thursday because of COVID Shabbos. Now, um, the next part of the mission, anything that's written in Megillah's Tainus is not to have a eulogy. That extends to the day before, um, but not the day after. Okay? Um, so, um, and Rabbi Yossi says it's to both before and after. If it says not to fast, um, according to the Tanakama, both before and after is you're allowed to fast, just not the day of. And Rabbi Yossi says, no, before you are not allowed to, but after you are. Um, and um, as far as the Tainus on the Tzibur, we never start on a Thursday because it will be Mavkia the Sharem, it will affect the pricing. 
So it starts Monday, Thursday, Monday. According to the first version, it's Monday, Thursday, Monday is the first set of three. The next set of three is Thursday, Monday, Thursday. And the third set of seven is, mon- is starting again from Monday and ending with Monday. The question, um, and then uh, Rabbi Yosef says, that's not, uh, I'm sorry, the, yeah, it was Rabbi Yosef, he says, just like the first set has to start with the Monday, so do second set starts with the Monday, and so do the third set starts with the Monday. So we're basically going to skip the Thursday, it's going to be, so therefore it'll be a, a little bit of a bigger break between each set. Um, we never do a Tainas on a Tzibar on Rosh Chodesh, Chanukah, or Purim, but if it started already, and now we're in the middle of the string of those fasts, so then we, we are not finishing it. Uh, we, we are not mafsit, we do continue even though it's those holidays. That sheet as Rabbi Gamliel. The Rabbi qualifies that even though Rabbi Gamliel said that, um, he admits that uh, we're not, we don't finish the fast. Uh, and on Tisha B'Av, that comes out on a Friday, also we don't finish the fast. Okay? Uh, Tisha B'Av, in case you're wondering, you say, wait a second, do we ever have Tisha B'Av come out on Friday? We don't, but okay. That's our, 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 in our calendar. The only there is there is a fast, a unique fast. A Sarbatavis comes out on a Friday, and we actually fast. That's only one, and the reason why is because it's pretty short. It's not a big deal. Whatever. In, in the northern hemisphere. In the northern hemisphere. In the southern hemisphere, it's a different story, but whatever. It is what it is. There's no Jews there. <laughs> it was oh, South Africa. Uh, yeah. It was a long Summer. fast. South okay. Africa is not having fun all the time. Who was the. Yeah, but Tisha B'Av is an easy fast in South Africa. Right. So, yeah, who was the one that. Comes the circle maker that. Tony Michael, yeah. Who? And, uh, we'll learn about him. This he was comes about up. rain. For rain, right? Yeah. yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, okay. It's all this Masechta. This is exactly the Masechta. He's leaving soon. I mean, I'm not sure if he's leaving. You kids need to calm down. Just be patient. All right. Then we got to the Gemara. And um, the question is, is uh, when did they take out the Aron? Was it even in the early fasts? Um, but the, that, we saw a source, that the first three and the second three. Um, they would daven in shul and do the, everything in shul. It was only the last seven that they took out the Aron to the street and described the whole situation. So Gemara says, you're absolutely right. Our mission is only going on the last seven. Now, we mentioned that they put it on the Nazi's head. And, um, and uh, the question is, why do we first put it on the Nazi and the, the Av Bezdin and, not, uh, and, then, and then on the people? In general, only when it's things of good things, then we do the most important people first. And in bad things, we start with the least important. So why are we switching the order over here? Um, this is a chorah of bad things. So Gemara says, actually, it's not a bad thing. It's a covet, uh, because we're saying that you guys can lead us in, uh, in, in getting Hashem to forgive us. So that's, uh, that's the idea. So even though it's an act of mourning, but still it's, it's, it's looking up to them. Um, and then we mentioned that they put it on their own, the, that uh, they have it put on by somebody else, and others put it on their own head. What's the difference? The answer is, is that that is, when you're mishbayish me'atzmo, is not really so embarrassing as somebody who's mishbayish me'acherim. I don't know if you remember, this reminds me of a, uh, a story. There was a... Um, 
somebody who embarrassed a lady by uncovering her hair. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a very old... Uh, no, he, he embarrassed her. Um, and um, oh, a, you remember the story Kiva, with Rabbi Kiva, yeah. right? Kiva, yeah, yeah. Right, and then, and then and then he he said, and they and there was a huge huge fine because of embarrassing her, and then right some tremendous amount of money. I don't remember the exact money. And then and then um, and then he pretended to be a a a, a, a peddler. Uh, we put a little bit of perfume, and she took her head covering off and put it on right in front of him for two cents, right? So he, he had witnesses, and whatever it is, look, she's for two cents, she's willing to uncover her head. So why do I have to pay so much money? And then he said this line, If I'm doing something embarrassing myself, it's not as embarrassing as when somebody else does it. And that was the thing, and he had to pay the full fine. Anyway, reminded me of it. Okay, and um, where is it placed? It's placed on the Mokam Tefillin, um, and that's, we quoted a post of that effect, and that is the review of yesterday's doc.